Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. <laughs> Everybody and welcome to Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. I'm your co-host Justin McElroy, and I'm Sydney. You really kind of let me. I thought we were going to do our first ever, like, first ever musical episode. No, I thought it was kind of like you know how sometimes that like in the in like a catchy theme song or jingle or something like you sing and then at the the final word the final part is like a and. Their best pals, Sydney. <laughs> um, yeah, this is that's a, what I was going for. This is a special, this a special time in the McElroy family household. Um, we have had this like wild nonstop month where it's like we did that. We were running for office until November, and then we did tour, and then you were like on service pretty quickly after that at the hospital, and. We've been trying to get coats for people. This has been a wild time. It, yes, we've been extremely busy. And then candle nights. We got our candle nights spectacular mm-hmm. on yes. uh, the seventeenth. Absolutely. We when we've been working hard preparing for that, bringing you something we think you'll love. Yeah, and you can actually, if you, I, we'll mention this at the end of the show too. But if you go to bit.ly forward slash candle nights twenty twenty two, you can uh, buy tickets to that. It's five bucks. Uh, is the minimum, and then you can kick in a bit more. It's a digital show, uh, and you can watch it for like a month afterwards, but it's going to premiere at, uh, I believe, 9 p.m. on the 17th Eastern Standard Time. It's going to have lots of skits and videos, and it all goes to Raise Money for Harmony. songs. And songs. Parody songs, maybe. Anyway. Definitely. We, we've been swamped since at the hospital this week, but we didn't want to leave you without a new episode of Sawbones. So Justin said he would research one this week. Yeah. And he promised me that it would be something I'd be really excited to talk about and that I would really enjoy. I didn't say that. I didn't and say that. And it would be that. really just something that I would find a very, like, soothing, relaxing, you know, since I'm work- I'm working really hard this week at the hospital. Yeah, it's been a hard week. It's huh? been a hard week. You know, Kathy. <laughs> no, it's all. Ack! It's Ack! been such a hard week. It ha- Listen, all the viruses are out now. All the vi- it's. They're all trending. All the viruses. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm just saying, like, wash your hands. Stay home when you're sick. From Con Air. Is Wear a hospital. mask, even if you if you feel so inclined. If you're sick, stay home. It's just. It's just that season. Can you not kill the mood when I'm Sorry. trying to ramp up here, Squid? Sorry, Thank it's you. been. It's been a a bit of a week. Okay, so but I'm here to soothe you because today we're going to talk about farts. No. Medically. 
No. Sydney doesn't. Justin. Sydney doesn't like puerile topics very much, so I've been asking her to do farts for years, and she won't do it. So now I'm going to do it. And now Justin's going to talk about farts. It's only going to be barely medical. <laughs> That's my warning to you. I just want to talk about farts. It may, uh, it may surprise you to hear this, or maybe it won't. I don't know. I, I'll be honest. Farting comes up sometimes in patient visits. Like sometimes patients will be like, and also, what can I do to stop farting so much? But that is extremely rare. Most people, even medically, don't really want to talk to their doctors much about farting. Uh, well, they're in good company here. Uh, let's talk about farts. And by that, I mean, let's start with the word. Fart. It's a very good word and a funny one that's funny to say every time you say it. It's hilarious. Don't you prefer past gas? Uh, I don't. But let's talk about the incredible history. Uh, according to uh, a book I bought on the Amazon Kindle store with my own money, uh, which is called Who Cut the Cheese? A Cultural History of the Fart by Jim Dawson. I don't ever want to see that book. Fart comes, it's in the cloud, so you can get it whenever you want. <laughs> Just fart, like farts. Fart, <laughs> that's good. Fart comes from the old English verten, which means to fart. <laughs> the V became an F about 600 years ago. So it was furtin. Furtin, well, it was verten, and then mm, furtin. the V became F, so then it was fur, furtin, and then fart. <laughs> so eventually, vert became fart, and then fart kind of got mixed up into fret. So if uh, fret could mean a disagreeable person, but it could also mean to like to worry about something that right. isn't very important. So that word fret to fret comes from the same root as fought. But fret was already, it was already in use for other things. Like we already knew what it meant to fret and it did not mean to fart. So no, to- the word fret is derived from fart. Fert. That would have been- Fret. They got mixed up. Yeah, okay. Because it's like meaning-wise, like, I don't know how you could like, are you fretting about something? Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, and it means two different. It it, it it had two different meanings, but the word came gotcha. from the root of fart. Gotcha. Fart has had a bad rap, the word that is. See, even though it's a very old word, around 1750, writers started changing it to F hyphen T, omitting the offending uh, AR, to, to censoring it, basically, self-censoring it. <laughs> um, and in the late 1800s, fart was labeled by the Oxford English Dictionary as, quote, not now in decent use. Mm. Uh, Webster actually left it out of its first edition and its second edition, which were in 1909 and 1934, respectively. And Webster was so uptight. I know, man. Just let it go. It was in the 1961 version, if you can believe it, uh, the first time that fought was it was in there. It was the first one with a fart in it. That feels like a Trivial Pursuit question that only, no, I was going to say only you, but like my dad would know the answer But now to. we've infected everyone. Now you the, all know. Now you all what, know. What year was fart first in Webster's Dictionary? 1961. So Romans came up with flautus, which is the root of flatulence, mm-hmm. as you know. But, okay, you're reading ahead. Stop reading ahead. Do I do that to you? This I, I, I'm i sorry. Look at me because I got all the surprises for you. And I don't want you to ruin them by reading ahead. Sorry. Okay. It's flatus. Here she goes. <laughs> flatus was invented by the Romans. They called it flatus to try to sound fancy. They invented it? <laughs> but, but the, look, did everyone just hear that? What happened to my butt? My butt coughed. No, they didn't invent farts. They invented it. <laughs> Latest 
<laughs> but, I mean, somebody did. But the common people in Rome called it a bum bum, which is is deri- is survived now with when you hear a little kid say, "Mommy, I made a boom boom." That goes all the way back to the Roman root of of uh, bum bum. Do you ever hear children say, "Mommy, I made a boom boom"? No, but people say it when they're they're making fun, of, pretending to be <laughs> making kid. fun of kids. They're making, <laughs> this one will really throw you for a loop. Okay, in the 1700s. <laughs> In the 1700s, poop meant fart. <laughs> that is such a funny sentence. I've got to say it again. In the 1700s, poop meant fart. But now like it poop, means poop. Are you saying poop? Poop. Okay. Not, not, not poot. Poop meant fart. That would be very confusing <laughs> today. Like if you time traveled somebody from the 1700s to today. I've pooped in my pants. Like, oh no, you should leave. No, it's fine. <laughs> we all do. You can't just hang around with that in there. Um, it goes away on its own. I want to tell you briefly about um, the most powerful fart in history, if I can, as long as we're talking about farts. I guess I guess you're going to. Seriously, don't read ahead because this is good. I'm looking at you. Okay, good. Um, there was a fart that caused a rebellion in Egypt in f- 569 uh, BCE. This is a, a tale that has been oft repeated. I found a version at Middle Floss, but this is uh, a wonderful nugget of history that may be a tiny bit apocryphal, but nobody knows. According to Herodotus, who's a Greek historian, there's this rebellion in Egypt, and uh, it made uh, a priest who was the king of Egypt at the time. He was worried about this rebellion. Mm-hmm. So he looks around. He sends his top guy there to sort of put a put a lid on this, to, to tamp down the rebellion, right? And a priest sends one of his commanders, Amasis, to suppress the rebellion. Okay. But Amasis shows up, and the rebels are like, hey, you know what? We love your style. We love the tone, the way you carry yourself. We love your look. We would like you to be king now of us. You're now our king. Welcome. We're going to make you king. You seem to have it all together. So they make uh, Amasis the, the king. So a priest, is, a priest, like uh, understandably, is put out. Is like, where is Amasis? I sent him like a long time ago. So he sends another advisor uh, um, named Paterbemus, and they make him other king. He makes the second king. No, they make him the supreme magistrate. No, uh, he he sends him to handle the situation. He says, talk to Amasis. So, <laughs> uh. uh Paterbemus shows up and Amasis listen, hears him out and he says, uh, here is a me- the message that I want you to carry back to a priest. <clears throat> and he lifts down his pants and he farts. Wait, he, pull- he pulls down his pants and he farts. Was this a time in history where people wore pants or was it sort of Maybe a- he lifts his toga. Yeah, I don't like know. Maybe he didn't even do anything. But like if you're going to do- make a big show of it, I think you got to. Hang, hang, hang a ham out there and just really let it fly. So he farts in better be Was tracks. there under? Were, were there underwear yet? This is a part of history we've never covered on the show. I were don't there know. underwear now? Were there underwear? Nobody knows. Nobody uh, knows. So he farts on better beams and he says, "Carry that back to a priest." So, uh, presumably, uh, Pater Bubis recounted this tale to the king. Fart and, and all? And, well, we, we hope that he just said, like, and then he says this, and then he farted on me. And he said, we hope that he didn't directly just, like, come Reenact. With, yeah, reenact. That would be a shoot the messenger case where I think you would be pretty well justified. Um, so, uh, uh, according to uh, Herodotus, 
Um, there is no evidence about how this message was communicated back, but a Prius re- reacted by punishing the messenger and cutting off his nose and ears. This reaction to the fart message was so like unhinged that everyone was mad and like more people started joining the rebellion. And eventually, like th- what this led to was Amasis um, uh, beginning his reign over Egypt from 569 to 512 BCE. So it was a coup. Well, it was a poo. And oh the uh, uh, th- and it was apparently things went really good while he was in charge. So that's great. That's a great um, fart, I guess. Um, here is uh, another fart fact, fun fart fact for you. There was uh, a guy named Joseph Pujol. I kid you not. That's mm-hmm. his name. And he discovered that he could fart on command. He could breathe in air through his butt and then fart whenever he wanted to. Now, there's a lot of tutorials on Reddit now how to do this, but he had sort of like, if you will, backed into it and I guess discovered it on his own without any Reddit at all. But then maybe he was the one who first put it on Reddit. Maybe he put it on Reddit before 1945 when he uh, sadly passed (laughs) away. Um, uh, But he performed. He took this talent to the footlights, to to uh, to the stage. And he, he took this stage name, La Petomaine, which means fartomaniac. <laughs> you know, the next time the next time somebody <laughs> says something to the effect of like, I guess that's what passes for entertainment these days, this is the story to bring up. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Let me oh, tell you well, about the fartomaniac. Let me tell you about <laughs> the classic days of theater. <laughs> he was on tour from that point on constantly. He would use his butt to blow out candles. He would play the flute with his farts. And he would even smoke cigarettes with his butt. Were these shows considered, like, like blue? You know what I mean? Like, that feels like... I mean, I don't think it's family. Adult entertainment. I don't think it's family. And maybe it is family. You know, kids back then, French kids, they were probably drinking wine, going, smoking cigarettes. I mean, kids love imagine. farts. Don't get kids me wrong. Do love kids farts. love farts. Uh, Le Petamane outgrossed even popular actress Sarah Bernhardt uh, uh, with bringing in the crowds. Everybody loved the fartomaniac. <laughs> um, that's... Man, that's just rough. That's that's a comment on humanity that I just wish we didn't have to know now. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, Bernard Clemens of London has the longest official fart at two minutes and 42 seconds. Congratulations, Bernard. Um, I'll we'll be sending you a trophy. There was also a very famous um, uh, essay about farting that was written by Benjamin Franklin. Uh, it is colloquially known as Fart Proudly, but its main its actual title is a letter to Royal Academy about farting. Um, and he was sort of a defender of farting and saying that it it is um, that people should create a drug to make farting not such a problem. Create a drug like to make it not like to make people fart less or to make it not offensive. It, that, uh, like to make it less he, smelly is where I'm going The suggested that research and practical reasoning be undertaken into methods of improving the odor of farts. The odor, okay. Here's a quote. I've perused your late mathematical prize question proposed in lieu of one in natural philosophy for the ensuing year. Permit me then, humbly, to propose that 
sought for your consideration and through you, if you approve it, for the serious inquiry of learned physicians, chemists of this enlightened age. It is universally well known that in digesting our common food, there is created or produced in the bowels of human creatures a great quantity of wind. That the permitting this air to escape and mix with the atmosphere is usually offensive to company from the fetid smell that accompanies it. That all well-bred people, therefore, to avoid giving such offense, forcibly restrain the efforts of nature to discharge that wind. Basically, what he's saying is, if you hold it in, it's, it's not great for you. So there should be a medicine to make farts smell better. I mean, he's not he's not completely wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is uncomfortable. It's painful. I well, think many people will attest to that. We're going to talk. It's not good for you. We're going to talk uh, uh, even more. Somehow I haven't quite gotten to the medical part of it, but I, I promise it's coming. Well, you had to torture me with fart stories first. Um, and we've got just a couple more right after the break. So uh, let's head on to the billing department. Let's go. The medicines, the medicines that escalate macabre for the mouth. Sydney, you know how you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McQuarrie fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McElroy? I don't remember. Well, there's that- no need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier than you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar. I don't think I was going Squarespace, to— Squarespace, what is it? It's a tool—think of it as— the palette, the palette of a web design artist. But you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great-looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com slash sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, use offer code sawbones to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have just started rehearsing for the summer theater. That's right. Summer starts in March around these parts, and that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although there will be some Wendy's consumed, but we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat delicious meals right to your door, and not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle, whatever. This is real high-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got, like, fancy stuff. Listen to this. Where are you going to get this? Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From, from, from a, a box? Pre-prepared, all I got at two minutes, I'm eating filet mignon. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds delicious. And you can give these a try. And it's not just these meals. We're talking pancakes, smoothies. They got some great wellness shots that are surprisingly delicious. And the meals you just eat and eat, there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup. 
get as much as you need by choosing your meals every week. You're going to get exactly what you want. No surprises here. Uh, and the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones50 and use code sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash sawbones50 to get 50% off. You probably already have a favorite animal. Maybe it's a powerful apex predator like the tiger or a cute and cuddly panda. And those are great. But have you considered something a little more unconventional? Could I perhaps interest you in the Greenland shark, which can live for nearly 400 years? Or maybe the jewel wasp who performs brain surgery on cockroaches to control their minds? On Just the Zoo of Us, we review animals by giving them ratings out of 10 in the categories of effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Listen with friends and family of all ages to find your new favorite animal with Just the Zoo of Us on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Hello, I'm a stuffy dowager countess. Travis? I'm judging everybody's manners. Oh, no. Schmanners isn't judgy. It's about teaching you to be your best self and be a little more confident when you enter social situations that you don't understand, and maybe also teach you a little bit about history you didn't know or give you interesting things to talk about at parties. Yeah, like The Secret Life of Emily Post. Or like why wristwatches are the way that they are. We can talk about table manners from the Victorian era. Sure, or what it's like to attend a Regency ball. Yeah. Uh, You can find all that and more if you listen to Schmanners on Maximum Fun or wherever your podcasts come from, I guess. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? There is, obviously, people have thought about farting for a long time. Um, There is not, though, a huge body of work on... Uh, farting itself in the medical research community in terms of like excess farting in comparison to other things. Well, it's not, I mean, I have to imagine, I don't have the numbers to back this, but I can't imagine it's a huge problem. No, no. I mean, I'm not saying no one experiences this or or that the people who might experience excessive farting aren't, aren't you know, experiencing significant distress from it. Certainly they could be. But I have never once had a patient present to me with a chief complaint of excessive farting. Uh, I found this great article on The Verge called A Brief Medical History of Farting by Elizabeth Lopato. Uh, Elizabeth uh, uh, highlighted one um, uh, specific uh, character, Dr. Levitt, that's done a lot of – M.D. Levitt, uh, uh, who has done a lot of work in this field – M.D. Levitt, M.D.? M.D. Levitt, M.D. That, yes, that is correct. Uh, at, it, here's one quote from uh, one of his pieces about excessive flatulence. As yet, there are no data available that prove excessive flatulence is actually caused by the presence of excessive intestinal gas. So this is an interesting thing that Levitt uh, highlighted in, in, in his work is that the, the feeling of feeling bloated or feeling gassy is not really connected to farting a lot, like or passing excessive sure. gas. Um, the, he had another paper in the New, New England Journal of Medicine in 1975. Check this study out. He found these people who had a lot of GI symptoms, right? They had gas, bloating, farting, and these 18 people. He um, they had normal amounts of gas in their stomach, like a normal amount. 
but he thought maybe it's the excess gas that was causing the problems. So he pumped argon gas into their butts, uh, uh, quantitatively collected in a series uh, uh, in 100 milliliter syringes and analyzed by gas chromatography, the farts that ensued, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Uh, and they basically found that they would pass gas at the same rate as they were being filled up with gas. And they would fart the same as anybody else. So it wasn't the sense of like uh, uh, bloating that it was actually causing the excessive farting. There's not really a connection there. Um, now, this study was hampered a little bit because uh, fully a third of patients had to stop because the pain was so bad of having the argon gas blasted up your uh butt. I would imagine. Well, they would distend your bowels and that, yeah, that would definitely be painful. I mean, that can happen after like a colonoscopy or something where they have to put air in to take a look at things. This same guy, Levitt, had another study in uh, on PubMed in 1998. Well, they, don't, they don't actually put air in, I should clarify. They're putting air in by virtue of the fact they're sticking something in right. there. Yeah. Um, the, so he popped back up in 1998, uh, was studying this e e extremely flatulent patient who was farting a lot. And what he discovered was that by studying the gas that was uh, put out, he could uh, determine in part the cause of like why the farting was happening, right? Mm. So it, it says here on the verge, uh, turns out that the gas composition will tell you the gas's source. Too much nitrogen means you're swallowing air while carbon dioxide, methane, and hydrogen tend to be found with gut-produced gas. So um, there, there are lots of causes for farting. Um, and there's a lot of ways that you can fart less according to the internet. Well, I, I know that the di your diet affects it because different foods are going to create different amounts of gas as they're being, like, broken down and as bacteria are eating them and generating gas and that kind of thing. Yeah, don't don't get ahead of me now. I see you've been reading medical news today, one of my top resources for for finding out how to not fart so much. No, I, I, just, to do I just know that. I want to approach it as a layman. So I'm going to run down their list. I tried to find everything I could that, that people suggested for like not farting as much. Okay, I just want to go down bullet points. You give me like your, your fast reactions, okay? Uh, number one, eat more slowly. I, I guess it's possible because you swallow less air, but I would no, say it's not a huge effect. Number two, don't chew gum. Because the chewing gum, I guess, can you can inhale you more, air. more air. Yeah. Um, the three, it says look for a food intolerance, which maybe sure, you have sure. something that's causing you gas. Yeah. Number four, avoid tight fitting clothes. Because if you feel that way, then it will feel better. <laughs> I, was not say, really I don't think that changes the gas. I think it's just like how you feel about it. <laughs> um, similar to the gum, don't smoke. Sure. Um, exercise more. Uh, stay hydrated. Hydration makes everything work. Uh, a little bit better. They say avoid soda, um, and <laughs> the, or treat your constipation. Now, medical news today has several that I, this is like a recurring theme in the treating of farting. Uh, avoid foods that create gas, but a lot of those are really good for you. Yeah. So maybe don't take probiotics, but sometimes probiotics can cause more. Sometimes gas. they can cause more gas. Yeah, no, that's true. And you don't want to avoid, I mean, when we're talking about foods that can cause gas, like there are a lot of like our vegetables that we need and beans and there's lots of things that cause gas that are, I mean, really essential. 
and you don't want to cut out of a diet. They also mentioned to destigmatize farting. Maybe they also mentioned enzyme supplements may make it better mm-hmm. or worse. <laughs> Which a- is like that. I love that. It's like those ads that you see on uh-huh. TV for like. Uh, if you'd like to improve the lightness of your hair, take this pill. One quick thing is that it might uh, freeze you in place for three full hours. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only thing is the the night terrors. <laughs> but other than that, it's a really good medicine. Yeah. No, well, I think what you're bumping up against, I would imagine, is that there's not a huge amount of evidence for a lot of these things. Because as you said, people aren't doing a ton of research. Um there's not like a big foundation to like address farting that would generate a lot of dollars to put into research. Um, um, it, you'd have a hard time arguing that you'd have a gigantic like morbidity, mortality impact with some of that. Um, I wanted to get something a little more uh, or maybe a little less allopathic, mm-hmm. maybe step outside the confines of Western medicine a little oh, bit. Oh, you know, I love when we do that. Uh, so I went to the health site, um, which – is the health site for for me, and uh, uh, they had some more wellness focused suggestions like uh-huh. um, swallow a spoonful of carom seeds, um, make a tea from ginger, make lemon water. <laughs> this seems like things to distract you from your farting. I don't know. I mean, ginger. I know, and I will say that this has been used anecdotally for a variety of stomach ailments for a long time. And I will say that I will drink a ginger ale if my stomach is upset um, myself because I feel like it makes me feel better. Now, is it? I don't know, but it might be placebo. It might just be because ginger ale tastes good. But like, so some of this stuff there, I don't know. There might be something to. I don't know what lemon water would do for you. They um they also it su- hydrate you. You're hydrated. They also That's suggest great. a drink of. Uh, squeezing one lime into a half glass of water and then adding baking soda to that and then drinking it. Apparently, sodium bicarb is supposed to be good for for the farting. So you just neutralize. Yeah. You've got an acid and a base, and you just put them in there together, neutralize them. And then? Drink some water. You feel better <laughs> or different. Maybe you feel different. I don't know. I would say not, but. I'd like to talk with you briefly about Gas-X. Gas-X is... Mm-hmm. Um, this is weird. I don't know if you've ever encountered this, but there's not a lot of like pop side pieces about gas X. It's just sort of like it's it's made. What's the how you pronounce it? Smith Smith Simethicone. Simethicone, mm-hmm. and that's the main active ingredient in all the gas X products, which are basically like uh, I mainly have the ta- I've seen the like tablets, the chewable mm-hmm. tablets, but mm-hmm. I'm sure it comes in other forms. Yeah, probably a liquid or something. Um, can you tell me about Simethicone? Um, so. I can tell you that simethicone definitely is not um, – I know that it is not incredibly effective. I know okay. – I was actually – I knew um, – I have looked into this before. Uh, there have been no benefits with simethicone shown for common flatulence at this point. Um, none? <laughs> no. Um <laughs> It has been Does studied. It, help with like it the has gas been studied with, with so with emodium in combination with emodium. It's been found to be effective in relieving abdominal bloating and gas associated with acute diarrhea. But if you're just talking about you're not having diarrhea, nothing like that, you're just you know farting. <laughs> 
Um, Cymethicone at this point has not really been shown to be effective. Um, an- another. Uh, it changes. Do you know how it works? No, no. It changes the surface tension of gas bubbles to allow you to like absorb them easier. That's wild. That's a wild thing. So, uh, but I think I think part of it is predicated on like where it works. So, like if there is a gas bubble or pocket right there where it lands in the stomach, but I don't think it can do as much as it moves along is the big problem. So, um, probably the most like well known. Well, probably I don't know if it's more well known, but it's certainly culturally more relevant is Bino. Yes. Uh, Bino is. Do you know about Bino? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Bino is. I want to talk before we talk about like what Bino does. Uh, I'd like to talk. You know what? Actually, let's talk about what Bino does because the guy who invented Bino is, is a riot. So let's tell me about Bino. Okay, Bino is an enzyme basically, and the idea is that there are some things that are harder for us to digest, and so that can lead to some of these symptoms like gas and bloating and and you know pain and things like that. So it will help break down these more complex like polysaccharides, sugars into like simple sugars. Um, making them more digestible, and so then you won't have as much gas and bloating and pain and whatnot. Uh, it was invented by a guy named Alan Kilgerman. Um, this is his brief uh, uh, his brief bio, okay? He was uh, uh, studying at Cornell. He dropped out of Cornell, joined his family dairy business, um, and when he was making the rounds, doing his deliveries, he would find customers that couldn't um, enjoy the products that he was selling for whatever reason. It, they had problems with it. So he created the first thing he made was called Sugar Low. It was an ice cream for um, for people that had trouble with uh, uh, lactose. Oh, and then um, the government banned the sweetener, cyclamate sweeteners that it used in 1969. Um, so he started looking for other foods that give people trouble, and he found um, he stumbled on uh, his creation, lactate. Um, so he is the inventor of lactate. He is also the inventor of Beano. This this cat is like the guy who is willing to do the do the work that nobody else wants well, to think about. And this makes sense too because we're talking about enzymes that you need in your body and you might not have enough of. Basically, he's just synthesizing those to make and put in your body because, like, that's what Beano is. It's oral alpha galactosidase. So uh, just like lactate is lactase. So you're you're talking about it, things that break things down. Uh uh hilariously, Alan Killerman um doesn't uh like the word fart <laughs> almost as much as you dislike it. People bring up the uh the blazing saddles scene where everybody's eating beans and farting them all the time. And he says, Believe me, I am no prude, but I find I have a problem with that word. <laughs> he doesn't like the word fart. I guess this is like his personal mission then. Like I want people to talk about farts less. The only way to do it is to give them all it's pills. To make, the, do you know if Bino works? You want to know? Yeah, please tell me if Bino I works. I found, by the way, I just I just checked. There is a huge American Academy of Family Practice. This is why, if you're if you're a med student and you're debating, what should I go into? This is why you go into family practice. We tackle the issues that nobody else is willing to take care of. If, if, it, is in, if it is a problem for humans, we can take care of it. That's family medicine. Um there is better evidence for Beano. It's been shown to reduce volume of flatus associated with uh, fermentable carbohydrates and high-fiber diets. Fascinating. It is found to have a better, like, evidence recommendation 
Certainly than cimethicone. Um, I should mention, by the way, when I was looking up efficacy and then I couldn't really understand it, I should mention that activated charcoal is something that gets tossed around a mm-hmm. lot for this and doesn't do. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Uh, just a couple more just to check in with Alan. Um, it has made him um, incredibly rich, uh, but he doesn't like to talk about it. He says, it's tasteless to put the dollar number out there. I loathe this kind of thing. It sounds like chest thumping. This is an interview with CNN Money. So they were pushed again to like, so how much have you made? He's like, I don't want to really talk about that. He says, I've sat in a restaurant and overheard people talking enthusiastically about a product I did, confesses Kilgerman, whose company, AK Pharma, operates out of Egg Harbor Township in New Jersey. But I don't need to say anything and throw who I am in their faces. I feel good enough about it. I'm secure with it. I love that. Do you know how far that is from me as a human being? We're on opposite sides of the globe. If I heard someone in an adjacent building, like maybe mention the fart destroyer I made, I would be like sprinting across the street to tell them. That's me. That's me. I did it. I made me. I'm the one. I'm I'm the guy. guy. I'm the guy. You're welcome. I haven't farted for 20 years. You're welcome. I'm so glad. Oh, uh, Kilgerman's still inventing stuff, even though he sold off those products uh, quite some time ago. He also invented a product that is Beano for dogs, and it's called Curtail. <laughs> does it, wait, does it work on cats too? Does he have a cat one? Can he make a cat one? We I need a cat, a cat one, one for our cat. We really need a cat one for our cat. Yeah. But Sydney, could farts be medicine? No. You know, in the uh, <laughs> we have talked about in the 17th century when uh, there was a, I believe we've, we've spoken on this, Sydney. Um, there was a thought that it, we understand the, um, what's the, the theory of disease that is like. You're talking about germ theory of disease? Yes, the germ theory of disease. Or no, 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 the vapor theory. Miasma. Miasma theory mm-hmm. of disease. Basically, the diseases would be like all around you, right? Yeah, like bad air. So there was a great plague of London in the like mid to late 1600s, um, and they thought it was the miasma, the de- deadly air sweeping throughout. So doctors um, uh, advised people at the time that um, – they could get rid of that with different smells. It's the same reason that plague doctors would have a sachet of sure. um, potpourri in their in the snout of their masks. Um, but this is kind of like a DIY. <laughs> this is kind of a DIY version where the doctors would tell people to store their farts in a jar <laughs> and then smell them, and then smell them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then and then when they think they would be exposed to like bad stuff, they're like, "Oh, I think I smell, <laughs> I think I smell disease. <laughs> I better get my charms." Man, we've come a long way. Sometimes I have worry we? we're nowhere. Have we? <laughs> I mean, we're not. The, but is that, wasn't there somebody who was selling jars of farts? On the internet, wasn't it, there a person? It sounds like something. Um, but I thought one, that was a thing. One thing. Um, uh, 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 a gastroenterologist at Mayo Clinic, Dr. Perna Kashab, says that uh, makes a point in this in this other article that eating foods that cause gas is the only way for microbes in the gut to get nutrients. If we don't feed them carbohydrates, it would be better. Uh, sorry, it would be harder for them to live in our gut. So basically, farting could be a good sign that you're giving your body the stuff it needs. Those are the happy. 
you know, the happy belches of, of microbes that are getting what they need. It is, it is something, and this may be something you've wondered, if you've ever been in the hospital, especially if you've had some sort of procedure, some sort of surgical procedure done, and, and especially if you were put under anesthesia or like general, general anesthesia even more so, in these situations, we, us doctors may walk in your room in the morning and probably very early in the morning, and we may look at you, and the first thing we say to you is, have you passed gas? And that is not accusatory. <laughs> we are not smelling something and accusing you. It is that we are looking for that critical sign that your bowels are working or waking back up after we knocked you out and did a surgery on you. Um, probably you're going to do that before you actually have a bowel movement. And so if we, after the day after surgery, come in and say, hey, have you passed gas? And you say no, we are watching you a little more closely to mm. make sure you haven't developed something called an ileus, which we usually describe as like when your bowels sort of go to sleep for a bit and nothing moves. Um, but passing gas is a good sign. When you tell us that, we know that the bowels are working, that a poop is on its way. And a poop and, is on its way. And all is well. So if you ever wondered why there is a doctor, probably a surgeon, in your room at 5 a.m. asking you, have you farted? That's why. We we need to know this. It is critical medical information, yeah. and it is good that you farted. Don't get all hung up on it. You need to fart. It gets, it's just part of the body's natural systems, just, you know. Yeah, I don't have a. Out. I'm not. I'm not a fart shamer. I don't have a problem with farting. I'm not like grossed out or weirded out if people fart. Um, I just don't want to talk about it. Well, you've re <laughs> luckily you've reached the end of this uh, tour of farting in medicine, as at least as good as I could do with it. Uh, I want to remind everybody real quick: uh, December seventeenth, nine p.m. Bit.ly forward slash. Candle Nights 2022, uh, we've got guests, we've got skits, we've got songs, we've got stories, we probably have puppets, we had puppets last year, there'll probably be puppets again, um, it's all it's all happening at 9pm uh, Eastern, but you can um, you we, can watch it for like a month afterwards. There may be a movie trailer. There may be a movie trailer from our, our hit uh, uh, medical romance comedy franchise. Romance uh, comedy Christmas medical franchise. One of the top... Ones, romance, I would say. comedy, medical, Christmas, franchise. I they're top, out of order. One of the top, top one of those. Um, but uh, the tickets are five bucks. All proceeds go to Harmony House. You can give more than five bucks. There's also a poster on the same website that uh, you could buy that where the proceeds go to benefit Harmony House, which is a shelter for people experiencing homelessness in our area that uh, Sydney Volunteers for Services at. Um, uh, speaking of benefiting Harmony House, if you go to McElroyMerch.com. In the month of December, 10% uh, of all merch proceeds this month will go towards Harmony House. Uh, we're, we're trying to support them in every way we can. It is cold here, and people need uh, the help. Yeah, so these friends we, we, and clients all need the support uh, now more than ever. So We really appreciate anything, anything you can give, any any help you can give us. Um, we, we have a lot of people that we're taking care of, and, and I, I think most people who work in, in services like this can attest. We are always trying to do... A whole lot with very little, so every little bit helps. Get yourself Thank a you. horseshoe crab T-shirt, a vaccines T-shirt, uh, some. We got some uh, a Solomon's pin, Provax pin, um, Carol's Care Nothing T-shirt, vaccines bumper sticker. I mean, you got you got to come get some of this stuff. MacquarieMerch.com buys a bunch of stuff in December, makes a great gift. Uh, thanks to taxpayers for use of their song medicines as the intro and outro of our program, and thanks to you for listening. It's going to do it for us for this week. So until next time, my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. Mm -hmm.
Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.